0: Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Prasad Patil, uh, founder of GoYana. Prasad is a graduate of Manipal Institute of Technology and has worked for companies such as GE Healthcare, Yahoo, and Fidelity Investments before uh, starting his own venture in 2019. Uh, Hi, Prasad. Welcome to ELI. Uh, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please.
1: Sure. So, uh, you know, as you told, you know, you told me you told about my background uh, before I started this venture. Uh, so, having worked in uh, companies like Yahoo and others for over sixteen years, uh, post that, and after that, we started this company. Uh, we are known by the by our brand name called Go Uh registered entities called Shift Tech Solutions, privately uh, known by the brand Goyano. Uh, we registered this company in January 2019. Uh, we have two, two founders, you know, me and my co-founder, Varun, are partners in it. Uh, uh, basically, we are focused on enabling new way of doing things in travel and hospitality industry through smart technologies. That's, that's what we are. We are a bootstrap company and uh, operating out of Bangalore. That's a brief about our
0: company. Uh, Tell us uh, more about Goyana. What kind of tools and technologies uh, that you are providing to travel industry?
1: Sure. So uh, you know, basically uh, every tool and uh, all the tools and technologies we build are around a traveler's need, you know. Uh, whether uh, the persona is a is a guest at a hotel or he's a mad himself, a solo traveler, whatever. Everything that we build is around a traveler's need to enrich uh, his travel experience, right? So uh, we have two business lines. One uh, one is where uh, we call it a B2C, which is a goyana.com, and the, another one is a, uh, you know we have a suite of products uh, which we give it to hotels, uh, which in turns uh, uh, is given in the hands of travelers so these are two business lines uh, that we have uh, the problem we're trying to address here is that you know if you look at uh, travel has changed a lot right you know uh, even if you see uh, like say leisure travel right how it used to be and what it is now you know today uh, people don't want to just go there and uh, do sightseeing and stay at the hotel and come back it's not about ticking the box uh, they want to actually experience the de- destination they want to you know in, uh, engage with the people culture uh, you know food etc you know uh, and then every traveler is uh, so different right in every traveler's needs are so different you know what you like and what i like are uh, totally different right so uh, if you in that context if you see you know one size fits all kind of a travel packages doesn't make sense anymore right but uh, if you see in the industry that's what you get you know uh, you know whether it's uh, uh, travel agent or, uh, or even online travel agents, you get those uh, fixed itineraries and packages and then there, there's a back and forth to personalize it and things like that. So we wanted to uh, address this gap and even from the accommodation space, right, if you see, you know, how Airbnb and, uh, you know, how Airbnb speech, if you remember, you know, uh, they talked about uh, hotels leave you disconnected from the destination. That's, that's, that was their slogan hmm. back in 2012 and nothing much has changed even now right you know so we want to bridge this gap and uh you know we build uh, the tools and technologies around this
0: okay uh can you help us understand how does the underlying technology or the operations uh, look like uh, what happens behind the scene uh, with your platform uh see so
1: there again you know uh, uh, from the Uh, B2C perspective which is goyana.com so uh, we uh, have a smart trip planner uh, which is designed to um, the vision there is to go towards the uh, concept of connected trips where you know uh, you actually you know uh, let's say uh, how your plan changes so dynamically let's say your flight is delayed by four hours how your plan can auto adjust itself by uh, you know uh, keeping all the stakeholders uh, whether it is pushing your reservation or a check-in or something like that, you know, all of that. That's where it is uh, the vision is. But at this, at this point, it is a uh, uh, trip planner, uh, which helps you plan the trip the way you want it uh, in very simple ways. You know, it has a machine intelligence handholding you. Uh, it's, it has a very easy uh, you know uh, interface where it's, it brings all the all the components of the plan in one place. And, you know, you just you can just drag and drop a choice of yours and then uh, a new plan is made with the help of uh, machine intelligence you know it considers a lot of data points like what's the right time to go to a particular place how much time should we spend in a place uh, so many data points goes, goes into that algorithm and you know it, it comes up with a plan uh, Post that you know uh, it, as I told you it's a tool uh, to help the travelers plan their travel experience. Right. now post that if you if somebody needs uh, you know uh, help in uh, getting it uh, executed the way they want it you know that the way they planned it uh, we have partners uh, who who help that you know whether it is a you uh, destination management companies or whether it is hotels you know we have different partners so uh, we help uh, uh, travelers connect with them you know uh, that's that's the way it works and uh, uh, we don't charge anything to the traveler. It's, it's a free tool. Uh, we, you know, if we, we pass on the lead to our partners based on the interest of the travelers and uh, if, if, you know, if the business gets through, then, you know, uh, we get a commission from uh, our partners, that's the model. Uh, and when it comes to our uh, SaaS business software as a service offering for the hotels, uh, it's a software, uh, So you know, we provide software products. Uh, on subscription basis to the hotels
0: okay from uh, a cost uh, standpoint uh, uh agencies offer standardized package uh, to en- ensure that the uh, e- they achieve economies of scale but uh, when you start offering personalized uh, uh travel experiences uh the tendency of the cost is it goes up uh, can you help us understand how does the cost uh Get impacted when uh, personalization comes uh, in place.
1: So what happens, right? You know, um, so there are uh, you know, if you look at in the industry, right, you have different players. So, so if you see travel agent, uh, is the uh, the person who is, who is more like a, a salesperson who is interacting with you and things like that. But he would buy inventories or he would buy the uh, you know the whole package from a wholesaler or a whole, from a, a destination management company or things like that so there are a lot of hops in between and so many hops that happens right and uh, personalization of back and forth and you know their time and all of that also contributes to cost so here in our case what happens is personalization happens instantly you know you you do you know you don't have to go through a back and forth you just design what you want you know instantly uh so that, that's one aspect and what we do is we try to go to uh, the, uh, you know, not, not the travel agents. We try to connect you to the wholesaler or a destination management company or directly to the hotel. So try and, give, you know, uh, cut down those hops in between to give you that cost advantage. So yeah, that, that's the way we operate.
0: Gotcha. Uh, have you achieved product market fit yet? If so, how?
1: look you know uh, uh, you know you know how how things are in travel today right uh, mm-hmm. you know especially uh, post this pandemic right you know uh, it has in, entire industry has come to a standstill and it's almost like a restart for every travel company whether you are a, you are a, you know you are a startup whether you are a, you know established business whether you are a, a, you know individual travel agent or whatever, you, know, you have to restart, you know, that's where it is. So from the B2C perspective, that's where we are. So we cannot say, uh, yes, we did uh, see good uh, traction. Uh, we launched this product in uh, 2019 November or December, uh, late November, I guess, you know, uh, we launched it in uh, NASCOM product conclave. So uh, after that, we got some uh, good traction initially. And then, uh, you know, uh, February until February things were good and then you see you know March 2020 you know everything comes to a standstill right with the lockdown and stuff like that Uh, having said that from our uh, you know post the pandemic you know uh, we focused a lot on our uh, SaaS business for the hotels uh, and that that has uh, progressed really well and uh, you could say that you know we are we are uh, in early we are getting early traction it's it's being piloted with Five leading brands in India, uh, hotel brands in India, and we are getting some really good feedback from uh, some of the hospitality leaders whom we meet. Uh, so I think uh, from that standpoint, you know, uh, uh, it's going great. But uh, I would say uh, still some journey there uh, to even say that you know whether they have really hit the hit that sweet spot of uh, you know, product market.
0: Gotcha. Um- can you tell us? Uh, did you uh, what kind of pivots uh, have you done for your company uh, during your journey? Uh,
1: it's it's uh, you know uh, you have to constantly re- uh, evaluate what you're doing whether it's working not working and make tweaks along the way. You know it need not be a huge pivot or something like that. Uh, it can be uh, some small changes in the business model or operating model or. Things like that. So, from that aspect, if you see, for example, from our goyana uh, perspective, B2C, initially, uh, you know, uh, we would uh, we would uh, uh, you know execute the trip ourselves. You know, you plan the whole trip and you say book, bang, you know uh, the you know APIs book the tickets and everything. All the magic happens in one button and things like that. But then um, there is a lot that goes behind the scenes, you know, to make that into reality, which is a lot of operations and stuff like that. And uh, we realized early on and thanks to some of our mentors, you know, who really uh, uh, guided us uh, in that phase. And we realized that we didn't want to be a, you know, travel company, you know, get into this whole operations and stuff like that. uh, the technologies are strength and we wanted to be a technology company. And uh, that is a first pivot or first change in our uh, model, you could say. Uh, so uh, now, you know, I talked about how we connect to the wholesalers or, you know, uh, destination management co- companies and we just pass the leads and we remain a tool or, you know, a platform. Right. Uh, yeah, that that's a pivot, you could say. Um, uh, apart from that, I, I don't uh, think, you know, uh, Of course, we have two business lines. That was not a pivot. Uh, The second business line was not a pivot. It was always in the plan. We always wanted to uh, have, uh, uh, you know, provide tools and technology to hotel uh, or accommodation players or hospitality players. We always had that in plan, but we just expedited that because of the pandemic. You know that uh, we focused on that more, uh, especially after the pandemic. So, yeah, that's about it.
0: What is the North Star metric that you follow in your company?
1: I mean, it's too early, you know, uh, to have any, any uh, metrics. I mean, we look at, we look at uh, feedback that's more important to us. You know, uh, the feedbacks uh, is something that, uh, that's something is more than anything that gives you a sense of whether you're in the right direction or not uh you know you you have your analytics and what have you you know there are so many aspects that you can track uh but uh, what comes out of uh, customers uh, mouth or you know what, what they say is the ultimate thing you know so uh, we give a lot of importance to the feedback uh, that we receive from
0: customers okay any sort of uh, growth hacks that you are trying now to grow
1: i mean there are way uh, different things that we do you know let's say for example from product uh, development perspective right uh, you know we have a lot of interns from you know some of the premium uh, institutes you know premier institutes like let's say manipal institute of technology or a Wellor institute of technology you know uh, you know we give them challenges you know they come and uh, you know contribute in a big way you know it's not like uh, how uh, big corporates uh, do this internship programs like you know you just give them some tasks you know they come at nine and go at five and things like that but here we try to uh, you know kind of give them a purpose give them a vision and then you know uh, allow them to express themselves so they they kind of enjoy that and a uh, lot of magic uh, has happened in that space you know we kind of uh, uh, we've got uh, good uh, you know tools or technologies developed through interns this is one of the thing you know uh, from sales and marketing perspective you know sales perspective I have to say you know uh we do have few uh you know a uh, few people who connected with our vision who are like uh you know you know we you know the, our team is uh, structured very differently you know we have a very floating team and uh, on demand we scale it and things like that even for that sake you know for our sales as well we didn't hire salespeople per se, you know, but we do have a few people who connect with our vision and want to contribute to it and be part of it. So uh, and, uh, you know, we kind of empower them and give them everything that they need to succeed in that space and they in turn get us business and, you know, uh, these are some of the things, uh, you know, uh, that has worked with us uh, and uh, you know, continue to explore more and more of these things. and. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know, you constantly uh, experiment these things.
0: Okay, so uh, let us go back a little bit and uh, I'd like to understand a few things from the initial days of uh, Goyana. To start with, uh, tell us how did you come up with the name Goyana, what is the meaning behind it?
1: Well, you know, (laughs) we had many names. uh... To be honest, Priya, you know, initially it was called uh, the Best Trip Tech, Best Trip, uh, uh, and then there were many other names as well. Uh, but what we did is, you know, uh, we actually uh, uh, did a survey. You know, we asked a lot of our friends uh, and asked them to suggest uh, three names. Uh, And uh, we went through that iteration, you know, we said, you know, we selected few and again when we looked at, you know, we also had to look at whether that particular domain is available or not and things like that. So we were doing this exercise of, you know, asking people to uh, give us some names, then circulate all the names together and then again ask them to select top three in that and things like that. We filtered out and actually one of my uh, colleague and a friend from Yahoo. Uh, he was the one who came up with this name actually, you know, uh, Go Yana, you know, Yana means journey in, uh, in Canada in Sanskrit, you know, go on a journey. So that's how uh, Go Yana uh, was formed. Yeah. Gotcha. So it was, was given by a friend of mine and uh, uh, that, that got, uh, you know, ev- everybody kind of connected and liked it and that became our brand. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, then another question around that uh, why did you choose uh, to become a travel entrepreneur? why travel was so dear to you?
1: Look you know we, uh, you know in my journey I, I I have this whole idea library you know <laughs> I have uh, you know a lot of ideas on different uh, different industries or different problems and things like that and I, I was constantly pitching different ideas to different people you know uh in my friend circle colleagues and stuff like that so uh, you know when you're looking for a co-founder uh, you know you really need uh, both the people uh, to be on same page and connect to that vision you know really strongly right you know so uh, whether it is in, in retail or e-commerce or so many other areas that you know i had a few ideas that i had jotted down and wanted to work on that and stuff like that but it in the end, it has to connect with your partner. You know uh, that's where uh, you know when I was pitching to Varun, my uh, my co-founder, right? You know uh, when we talked about a lot of ideas. You know one of the things that connected was this space, which was travel space, and he he also instantly connected to it. And we we spoke a lot about uh, you know the gaps in this uh, industry, and we knew there is so much potential you know uh, to contribute you know in in, in the technology world. So that's how it happened, you know. Both of us connected. Uh, now, since then, uh, we have been studying travel and hospitality uh, for last what three, three, four years. We have been studying so much and doing so much research, meeting so many people. Uh, you know, we have met a lot of hospitality industry leaders. You know, le- you know, like CEOs of big brands and presidents, and you know, things like that. We have learned so much from them that now we are like you know we are part of that uh, you know that community you know we feel uh, you know be part of that uh, fraternity so yeah that's why it is more closer to uh, us now than it was when we started
0: okay so uh, tell us when did you think of becoming an entrepreneur and why why entrepreneurship
1: See, it's, it's, it has always been there. I think, you know, I come from a business uh, family. You know, a lot of my, uh, you know, a lot of people in my family are into different businesses, they're running successful businesses now. So uh, I think somewhere inside it was always there. Uh, and, uh, you know, once I started working, you know, uh, I started working in 2005, uh, you know, I took my job very seriously. You know, I wanted to learn a lot, I wanted to, you know, work really hard, learn every little thing that I wanted to I mean that I was very curious, you know uh, That made me question a lot of things when you're curious, you know, why this works this way? Why, why can't it work that way and things like that? So that was happening and then then every every now and then an idea would pop up for everything that you see around, you know, uh, whether it is uh, in your office or a job or it, it can be outside, right? So around uh, I would say two years into my job 2007 or so, you know, Uh, That is when I said, you know, want to do something, you know, really have a lot of ideas, want to do something. So I made, uh, uh, you know, my first business plan or a pitch to uh, two of my best friends, you know, I thought that that was the way to go. So I made a presentation and, you know, took them to a room with all seriousness, you know, did all, uh, you know, kind of uh, try to sell that dream. Uh, But that is when it it struck me. And then uh, I think you know we were probably not so prepared at that point of time. We wanted to do something, uh, but uh, you know uh, there is always you know you are you are getting a very good pay. You know you are in a corporate job. There is a certain comfort and a lifestyle. Uh, you know, uh, do you want to do it part time, full time? There's so many things that are going on in your head, and so uh, uh, couldn't make up my mind at that point of time. But I was I was I could say you know I was playing this whole. Uh, like a, like a part-time entrepreneur, uh, you can say where you know I was I was trying to help my cousins in their business, for example, or uh, trying to give solution to you know uh, friends in their their businesses or uh, or their uh, you know some in their uh, work as well or job and things like that. So constantly you are you are playing with a lot of these ideas, trying to find solutions and things like that. But 2012, I started a, a company, uh, which was uh, which was in e-commerce uh, space at that point of time. So that is when uh, you can say, you know, I, I really started something, uh, 2012, we registered a company and uh, we had great ideas and, you know, we formed the company. And, but that, that didn't kick off uh, the way it, you know, uh, I would have liked, you know didn't go go that route and we had to shut down that company and uh, that was again that uh, you know i was i was not full-time into it i was working at yahoo at that point of time i was doing this part-time and uh, so it didn't work out and uh, along the way again continued pitching to various different people and then uh, 2018 or so you know we said we have to do it full-time and my partner was up for it as well and then we started planning how do we go about it, and then eventually uh, register the company? Twenty nine.
0: What is the meaning of entrepreneurship to you? How would you define entrepreneurship?
1: Look, I do, I, do, I mean, uh, one word that comes to my mind when you say entrepreneurship is the word passion. You know, it, it it starts with passion, and uh, it goes with passion all the way. You have to have that passion to hang in there and be there. So, it's not just about the passion that you start and it it has to be there every single day because every single day you have so many challenges, so many things that pull you down or there's so many ups and downs, it's that passion that keeps you you there all the time and you want to do it, you know, you want to continue doing it, you want to try one more time and things like that. Second thing for me is, uh, uh, you know, the growth, you know, the growth you get, you know, when I say growth, it's not necessarily just the monetary uh, growth aspect you know it's not just the revenue or it's not such, you know uh, how much money you make but there's so much growth that uh, you know from the knowledge standpoint or from different aspects you see world very differently from how you see when you were in a corporate job for example you know it's a totally different world out there is so much you learn and grow uh, so growth is one important aspect and that helps you in various other aspects for example if I, you know, uh, for example, uh, in decision making, for example, right, you know, any decision making for that matter, whether it is in personal life or somebody else is struggling to make a decision in his business or in his personal life, you have this, you know, you, uh, you kind of uh, have a way to uh, weigh different options and come up with a good uh, decision and things like that. Now, this is a strength. This is the growth that happens because you you are every day. You are weighing lot of options and taking decisions. One example of it. One example of growth. I am talking about. And then you know, in terms of learning and everything, there is so much growth. Uh, you meet people. You learn from people. You, you know, books, whatever you read, study. So there is a lot of growth.
0: Speaking of corporate job, you have done a corporate job for a good amount of your uh, career. And uh, since last three years you have been entrepreneur. Can you uh, help us compare both these lifestyles? Uh, how do you compare between uh, a nine to five job and entrepreneurship?
1: I can't compare because it's two different worlds. To be honest, it's totally different. Uh, I mean, I, I remember this uh, you know conversation that used to happen very frequently when we were in office. You know, uh, you know when I was working in a corporate. You know we. All of my colleagues and friends, who always talk about how it is in a government company, you know, government employee. How it is to be a government employee. And we used to talk about, hey, they come at so so and so time. They have tea and they take this break, that break, lunch break, and you know, chit chat, and then go back. And it's a great life and stuff like that. Because in in a corporate world, you know, we were like, we were thinking that we work, you know, we work so hard. You know, there's so much pressure on you and things like that. Uh, that was uh, then, you know. But when now, when I see uh, in my current journey, when I see look back uh, of a corporate job versus being an entrepreneur, it's it's way different. You know, it's so dynamic, so many so many challenges every minute or every every hour. And you know, uh, I mean, two different worlds uh, can't compare. Uh, but you know, both has its own uh, its own uh, pros and cons. You know, its own challenges. So
0: yeah uh i have uh, many other questions but due to time constant i'll just uh limit it to one uh final question what are the learnings that uh, uh you can share with us uh so that we don't go through the same learning process again that you have gone through
1: so one thing is you know for any entrepreneur or you know a vulnerable entrepreneur uh I would say that uh, one thing is, uh, uh, you know, find a mentor, find a good mentor. It's very, very important uh, and that helps you a great deal. You have to find the right one, find a good one, genuine one. It's not just for the sake of having a mentor, you, you have one. Uh, so that is a really key and uh, that is one aspect. Second, uh, you know, you believe in yourself hanging there, hanging there as in, you know, you say, look, you know, we are a travel startup. Right. You know, we were just about to uh, get some good traction and this and that and you know, we we're doing well and then this, bang, this uh, pandemic uh, hits the entire industries. But there will be self-doubts, there will be challenges, there will be disruptions, interruptions, but you hang in there, if you believe in yourself, you'll hang in there a little while, a little longer. You know, uh, the failure happens when you give up. There is no other failure that happens in, in, before that, right? So don't give up, hang in there, believe in yourself. Things will be fine. Eventually, it will be fine. You know, you'll, you'll find it, find your way. Uh, these are a couple of things uh, you know uh, I, I wanted to share. You know, well, in, in terms of mentoring and uh, you know, uh, believing yourself and hanging in there. Uh, third thing important is never stop learning. Constantly keep learning. Uh, you know, there's so much out there you can learn from. You know, whether it is different entrepreneurs. You know, you have so many videos of their interviews. Or you even have Harvard material or a Stanford material out there on YouTube. You know, you you can study that. You can read books. You you know, podcasts like yours. Uh, you know, uh, look at businesses. Uh, you know, successful businesses. Look at you know, look at what's happening in your industry, adjacent industry. So many things to learn. So uh, never stop learning. Constantly learn. These are three uh, key things that I would say.
0: Well, uh, I must say it was a great pleasure to host you here at ELI. Thanks for your time, Prasad, and our best wishes for Guyana Thank
1: you. Thank you so much, uh, you and your team at ELI. And uh, you know, pleasure, it's been a pleasure.